0: Good morning, Bloom. Hi. (laughs) Thanks. So cute. Hello. Um, Let me get my glasses on. So, as much as I'd like to tackle that scripture reading today, (laughs) um, I'm actually, (laughs) thank you. That was kind of a joke. (laughs) Um, I would, I could. If I really wanted to, I could tackle it and I could preach, but thank, thank you, thanks. Um, I'm going to be um, just talking with you for a bit today about gener- uh, gratitude and generosity. Um, this is something Dave and I have been thinking and praying about for Bloom, and uh, the hope is that we can grow into being a grateful community that shares life together um, in an outpouring of generosity. Some of you know uh, that in July, I lost one of my closest friends uh, to colon cancer. She'd been battling cancer for about a year. She was 38. Um, it was a, has been a significant loss um, in my life. Um, in August, I moved my oldest daughter to college in San Diego, which has brought both joy and grief for our family as we're adjusting to that. Um, I've had both an aunt and an uncle die in the last two months, and friends and family have been going through a lot the world is going through a lot and i say those things to acknowledge that life can be really full and life can be really hard and so we all carry so much fears worries joys sorrows we carry it all so i I want to communicate that I don't enter into gratitude and generosity lightly. Um, The opposite, really. I enter it with a heavy heart, with a hope that there is something more here. I've experienced gratitude in the midst of suffering, giving thanks while also grieving, and pouring out to others while feeling depleted and like I have nothing to give. And so what I'm learning is that there is something essential here for us. We must be reminded of what there is to be grateful for, even if it's simply a meal, a text from a friend, a bed. And we need to be the hands and feet of Christ now more than ever, generously, generously, freely sharing the love of God. Can Bloom be a sacred place where we and those we are connected to receive generous amounts of care, encouragement, love, and pour that out to others? I believe so, and I have seen it already. And I'm asking us to continue to boldly enter this call to gratitude and generosity. Um, For those of you like me, may have trouble keeping up, it's evidently November. That happened. (laughs) We are in it now. Um, And we're uh, entering into a season known for giving thanks, and gratitude uh, right now has become very commercialized. So I googled gratitude journal on Amazon, and they're like, 5,000 results. I'm like, really? We need 5,000 gratitude journals? Okay. Um, 1,000 gratitude plaques. And so that is all well and good, um, but I believe a true spirit of gratitude, a way of being, flows from something much deeper. And that is flowing from a deep, abiding trust in God. One of the books that has been most influential in my life is Brennan Manning's Ruthless Trust. I've read it over and over and over again. And in it, he devotes an entire chapter a book about trusting God, he is devoting an entire chapter on gratitude, flowing from trusting in the love of God. So Brennan writes The foremost quality of a trusting disciple is gratefulness. Gratitude arises from the lived perception, evaluation, and acceptance of all life as grace, as an undeserved and unearned gift from the Father's hand all life as grace and gift. This means that gratitude is inclusive and holistic. At the end of 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul's giving this list of final advice, and he says, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Now, be thankful in all circumstances feels like a big ask to me. So then I was like, he's probably not even asking, he's like telling. Well, it's a big tell to me. Um, Henry Nowen writes, to be grateful for the good things that happen in our lives is easy, but to be grateful for all of our lives, the good as well as the bad, the moments of joy as well as sorrow, the successes and failures, rewards and rejections, that requires hard spiritual work. Let's not be afraid to look at everything that has brought us to where we are now and trust that we will soon see it in the guiding hand of a loving God. Kind of gets me right here because I am in a place, as I know some of you are, that I cannot be thankful for everything that's happened. And so I wonder if we could be a community where we could start having those conversations about why that's hard. About this crazy inclusive gratitude, being thankful for our whole lives, sharing our stories and reminding each other about a grace that touches all things and what that means. Moving towards trust, that God is weaving redemption through our stories and that together, we can move towards gratitude and generosity. Another thing about gratitude is that it is attentive Gratitude requires an awareness of the presence of God around us and of his work in our lives. We must pay attention to it. And so awareness requires slowing down, being present, and recognizing God's love at work around us. It's being in moments where you are slowing down enough It's hard to explain, and this is very important to me, Um, where you can imagine and see and know that God is here, that this is holy, this is sacred. These moments are unfolding around us. We just have to pay attention so much is fighting for our time, for our energy, all of it. And so I really believe in this slowing down. Um, Gratitude requires attention, and I can't emphasize this enough and firmly believe that no, to very little, to no spiritual growth will happen in our lives if we don't start slowing down and paying attention. Now, This is a little side note. If you want to know more about paying attention, um, about slowing down, I encourage you to watch the short documentary, Godspeed, The Pace of Being Known. It's it's online for free. Um, I think it's livegodspeed.org. We'll have that in the happenings. Um, It's uh, the story of an American pastor whose desire to change the world grinds to a halt in a Scottish parish, It is wonderful. So it's really a great little documentary on slowing down and paying attention. Um, Gratitude is contagious and produces joy. David Steindl Rass said, the root of joy is gratefulness. The root of joy. So we see gratitude as a tree, the root of it. No, (laughs) sorry. The root of joy is gratefulness. It's not joy that makes us grateful. It's gratitude that makes us joyful. Did that make sense? Yes? Okay. The root of joy is gratefulness. It's not joy that makes us grateful. It's gratitude that produces joy. Joy springing up from gratitude is delight to be around and a light shining in the darkness. Even in the seemingly insignificant interactions of our day, um, it can make a big difference. So for many years now, as a family, um, we have practiced gratitude by putting up a big blank sheet of paper um, and adding all the things we're grateful for over the month of November. This has helped us cultivate joy and realize how much we have to be grateful for and recognize not just the big things, but the little things too. I give you Exhibit A. (laughs) Um, This is what it looked like. We are thankful for. So this is just a little, I haven't saved them all. I was like, this looks weird, like I save every year. (laughs) I have a closet full. I don't. Um, I usually take a picture of them, but this is, sorry, over here. Um, Like we have hair, which is something to be thankful for. Uh, Daddy, of course. Um, Let's see, where was the other, eggnog. Um, Slippers and socks, Barbies. Oh, for real, friends, little life pets. Do you remember your for real friend? Yes. <laughs> no. They were wonderful toys. So it's been really fun. Um, warm sweaters and coats. Um, birthdays, pillows, um, singing. So it's been very fun to have this as a family. Um, to just be reminded of the big and little things that there have, that there are to be grateful for, thank you. Um, Another thing uh, that I've done over the holidays to practice gratitude um, is to do that with those in service and retail jobs. Um, This is a hard year for people, I mean a hard time of year for people who are in service and retail and I am uh, present when I'm interacting with them. Not looking at my phone, not. I just. I want to be present with them. I feel like I can give them that. Um, I ask how they're holding up, and I try to encourage them, and I thank them for the work that they're doing. Uh, I hope it means something to those hard workers who have to put up with a lot over the holidays, and it's helped me to be less stressed. As I'm waiting in line, as I'm spending money, which stresses me out, um, as I'm doing those things, to be attentive to the person has helped me a lot, Um, and uh, it's made me more attentive to God's work in places like Target, (laughs) Um, and especially as I'm preparing for the holidays, which I love. Also, uh, my daughters have been with me for a lot of these interactions and they have watched me do this every year and I hope it's teaching them something important about gratitude as well. And part of that something is that gratitude is theocentric. And this is very important for us as Christians. Um, Theocentric means God is the central focus. As a Christian, gratitude is anchored in the belief and trust that there is someone with a capital S, to thank. And our gratitude is not just a saying or a seasonal practice. It is rooted in the heart of a generous God. Jesus modeled giving thanks to his Father, and we follow his example of gratitude and recognition of God holding it all. A beautiful thing happens when we practice gratitude, and that is a pouring out of generosity. If we are to take seriously the work of Christ on the cross, grace given freely to all, the promise of things made new, then the hope would be to be a community filled to overflowing with profound gratitude and generosity. Jesus said, freely you have received. Freely give. Freely you have received. Freely give. The gift has been given. And the gift is free. And we respond with gratitude and giving freely in return. When we practice the discipline of gratitude, we train ourselves to perceive the world in terms of abundance rather than scarcity. Look, there's so much to give This is significant because in this knowing that there is enough, we can afford to be generous to others. And gratitude cultivates a generous spirit, a freedom and a willingness to give our time, our gifts, our resources, even when we don't feel like it. It's a way of being and trusting we are filled enough, filled enough by the Spirit to be generous to others and an awareness that freely we have received so we can open our hands and freely give. Gratitude and generosity are deeply connected and we cannot nurture one without building up the other. Archbishop Desmond Tutu writes, in generosity, there is a wider perspective in which we see our connection to all others There is an acceptance of life in which we do not force life to be other than what it is. There is a gratitude for all that we've been given. Finally, we see others with a deep compassion and a desire to help those who are in need. And from this comes a generosity that recognizes helping others as helping ourselves. I love that. So as we enter into a season of Thanksgiving, I hope we can be mindful and attentive to ways we can practice gratitude and generosity to then make this a way of life, make this a way of Bloom. This is who Bloom is, outpouring of gratitude and an outpouring of generosity. As always, I love to continue these conversations, so please, if you want to talk to me about it, learn more. Um, I was going to say hit me up. I don't even know what hit me up means, so maybe don't hit me up. <laughs> My email um, is amy at Any of the staff would love to have this conversation with you. Um, we have 28 days until Advent. Would you consider committing to a practice of gratitude and generosity? Would you even stretch yourself a little bit, Maybe. Um, I have some ideas, which include uh, writing three things down every day that you're grateful for. This is a very widely known practice, and it's amazingly effective. So each day, write three things down. I mean, you can bullet point this. You don't have to go into detail. Three things that you're thankful for each day. Um, Get some sticky notes. This could be great for a family, or if you have roommates, get a big pad of sticky notes and write the things and stick them on a wall so you can see them all season long. Um, Buy a pack of thank you cards. And mail them out this month. Tell people how thankful you are for them. Um, We have two meal trains active right now with a third coming soon. And this is a great way to practice generosity in our community and to be grateful for the new life, thanks be to God, that is happening here in Bloom. Um, Another thing to do today is to come to the table with a posture of gratitude. As you wait in line, think of something you're grateful for. Hold that in your heart as you receive the Eucharist. And Eucharist literally means thanksgiving. Eucharist means thanksgiving. And it is, from beginning to end, a prayer of thanks for the gift that has been given. Bring your awareness to that space today. I'd like to just take a moment and ask you to recall a time when someone was generous to you. Just think for a moment, a time when someone practiced generosity towards you, gave you a gift, did something kind, unexpected. How did that feel? What was that feeling like for you? Now can you recall a time when you have been generous towards someone else? A time where you gave freely. You practiced generosity. We're just generous, just gave, did something kind and wonderful for someone. What did that feel like? Just think about those feelings as we freely have received and we freely give. To close with a poem and prayer, this is The Gift by Mary Oliver. Be still, my soul, and steadfast. Earth and heaven both are still watching, though time is draining from the clock. And your walk, that was confident and quick, has become slow. So, be slow if you must, but let the heart still play its true part. Love still as you once loved deeply and without patience. Let God and the world know you are grateful that the gift has been given. Abundant God, you made us in your image and breathed in us a spirit of generosity that is both gift and response. Move us, we pray, to give as we have received abundantly, generously, and joyfully, that our common ministry may ever bear witness to your unfailing grace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.